gardening enthusiasts soon caught wind of the possibilities new plant varieties posed. In the UK, gardening enthusiast Muriel Howarth was inspired by the activism and science of gamma gardening after experimenting with and growing an unusually large X-rayed peanut plant, a gift from atomic gardening researchers she called her science friends. Paige Johnson wrote in her paper, Safeguarding the Atom, that, in spite of being both a woman and a non-scientist, Howarth wrote her own entry in the Who's Who of Atoms because of her experiments, and she was serious about creating an international movement. In 1959, Howarth formed the Atomic Gardening Society, a cultural body for the guidance of atomic plant mutation experimentation, made news appearances, sold irradiated seeds, and published a book to help others get started in their own atomic journeys called Atomic Gardening for the Layman. Because of Howarth, over 300 gardeners soon set up experiments in the UK to achieve new and intriguing plants, sometimes under healthy competition for Howarth's Mutant Peanut Award, based on the almond-sized peanut she'd previously grown. Howarth staged conventions for atomic gardeners to meet and even gained Albert Einstein as a patron for her new organization. Johnson wrote that Howarth moved smoothly and of her own volition into the sphere of science and technology, bringing hundreds with her into a newfound love of science, gardener or no. At one event called Atoms for Women, Howarth gathered 250 women to attend a play meant to encourage science interest born of her gamma gardening passion, where 13 bosomy Atomic Energy Association members in flowing evening gowns gyrated gracefully about a stage in earnest imitation of atomic forces at work. Gamma gardening had its own movement in the United States, where oral surgeon and gardener C.J. Spees fashioned a radioactive experimental lab from a concrete bunker in his backyard and sold atom-blasted seeds of radishes, sweet corn, and tomatoes to the public. His man-in-the-moon marigolds later inspired a play. According to Curry, Spees would go to garden shows in the morning, standing near atomic gardening displays while selling his seeds and giving advice to aspiring gamma gardeners. Spees' seed packets boasted impossible-sounding results, including 120 tomatoes harvested from a single plant, but also advertised disease resistance and novel vegetable shapes. Genetically modified foods have a precarious public opinion today, though genetically modifying foods is something humans have technically been doing since at least 7800 BC. Before Gamma Gardens, farmers and scientists throughout the ages modified plants using selective breeding to enhance a characteristic over a few plant generations, or through chemically induced mutations. Radiation was, as John James wrote in 1961 at The American Rose, something to be excited about. Now your average hobbyists could see the process of genetic variance at home. The results could be unpredictable. Don't expect miracles every time, he warned, but in the meantime, enjoy the experience. By 1962, garden shows began featuring atomic-energized tomatoes, and the new radiation-bred seeds and vegetables soon made their way to the supermarket. Howarth, Spees, and many scientists and enthusiasts were not just trying to earn a quick buck. They were making an earnest attempt to change and help the world. Alas, while the initial hype of irradiated plants was strong, scientists grew frustrated with the haphazardness of the genetic mutations, though a few atomic gardening labs still exist today. There was no way to control which genes would pop up in a gamma garden or what their effects could be. The public had also grown wary of the relationship between radiation and cancer and began worrying about the radioactive tools they used to produce their plants. While Howarth remained a staunch supporter of the gamma garden method until her death in 1971, scientists turned to the more accurate transgenic method of plant gene splicing, which removes or replaces a very few specific genes to produce, say, disease-resistant plants a method used in GMO produce today. 
Still, the descendants of some plants from the atomic garden exist on our supermarket shelves and bouquets. Breeds of beans and heirloom begonias are mixed in with newer genetically modified foods and the more traditionally bred plants of yore. While the controversy over GMO foods is currently high, gamma gardening certainly contributed to a more positive post-war reputation for nuclear energy. And, of course, those against the idea can at least feel secure that their neighbors are not creating a radioactive hotbed of their backyard.